John Millay is already out and about looking for great high school stories. Let's talk to him about his first trip of the season. This is Preps Today with John Millay. John, of course, the prep sports and activities guru at mshsl.org, where you can find John's journal. Here we talk about all the cool things he does and uh, and all the cool things that he encounters in his job. Uh, thanks today to Brian Burdett, our producer. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. We do recommend subscribing to this show or any shows you like at TalkNorth.com on your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. Thanks for listening. And thanks also to our longtime sponsor, Pizza Barn in Princeton and Minnesota Propane. All right, John, tell me about your first story of the year. Yeah. Hey, Jim, it's good to be back on the uh, podcast with you. I always feel like the first John's journal story of, of a new year should should be special. This one certainly is. I, you know, I feel like that story should serve as to kind of set the scene for the year. This one. I think does that. It's really special. It goes way beyond winning and losing. Uh, I drove up to Royalton, which is about a two hour drive from where I live. It's north of St. Cloud. One on Monday. Uh, Nick Lanners, he's 35 years old. He's a former Royalton football player, uh, married guy, father of two kids, and a longtime assistant football coach there. He was severely injured in a traffic accident in July. He suffered a spinal injury. He's facing a long stretch of recovery and rehabilitation. Um, but a part of the story is the support he and his family have received. There's a GoFundMe page with nearly $60,000 donated at this point. The initial goal was $11,000 because Nick's jersey number in high school was 11, and they've blown past that just amazingly. But there have been lots of support from the high school football community, too. Uh, during the pandemic, you know, Jim, we had the Be the Lights campaign encouraging schools to turn their lights on during that spring when we had no high school sports. The same thing has happened all over Minnesota. Uh, lights on high school football fields have been turned on in, in support of Nick and everybody in Royalton. Uh, uh, enough casseroles, I'm told, were brought to the St. Cloud Hospital to fill a refrigerator, you know, in the immediate wake of his accident. And everybody tells me uh, Nick's the kind of person he would immediately do anything he could for anybody. But everyone else also everyone also told me he did he wouldn't want to be the focus of donations. And Jamie Morford is the head football coach. And Nick's been with this varsity football team since eighth grade. He was he was a eighth grader on the varsity. He's 35 years old. This is the first time they haven't had him with them. Uh, he's a corrections officer. He became a volunteer coach the year after after he played his final season. The next fall, he was a volunteer coach. He became a paid coach 10 years ago. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, he, he's Mr. Football. He's he's Mr. Royalton Football. I don't know Nick. I haven't met Nick, but I, I feel like I kind of do from talking to everybody about him. So I drove up there to Royalton on Monday, the first day of practice. It was really, really special. Jamie allowed me to sit in on a team meeting before everybody headed out to practice. I watched most of that first practice. Uh, pretty remarkable situation up there. You know, out of tragedy, everybody's really doing everything they can to help Nick and his family. The The kids miss him. The coaches miss him. And if you go to John's journal at mshsl.org, you can read this story. This thing just in the I, – I posted it, I think, about 24 hours ago as we're speaking. It's really resonated. Uh, tons of 
Twitter feedback. Uh, it's just phenomenal on our the MSHSL Facebook page, how many people have seen this story and shared their story. So good luck to the Royalton Royals this football season. As I told some of the players up there, uh, there's going to be people all over Minnesota and beyond cheering for those guys and, and pulling for Nick. So I thought that was a pretty appropriate way to start the new year. That is a good way to start the new year. The next story, uh, Cheryl Reed brought up on our last show, actually the show that's going to be out here soon at the Sylvia Fowles show, but the season recap, uh, Rachel Blount, our friend, uh, my colleague, your former colleague, my Olympic team partner. Uh, well, I know the deal, but yeah. everybody else might not, so I'm going to let you tell the story. Yeah, I mean, we've seen lots of things on Twitter and on a caring uh, Caring Bridge page. Rachel has been diagnosed with gallbladder cancer. We all know Rachel. We know her husband, Pat Borzi, uh, another great writer in town. Uh, this this was, boy, this is really something. When I saw the first post from Rachel a few days ago, it's like, uh, just just if uh, if there's if there's a better person in the world than Rachel, I have not met them. Um, but she, the gallbladder was removed a month ago, and this week she had a follow up uh, procedure in Rochester. The news is great right now that you know she's doing well, uh, but she, she's facing six months of chemo now. And uh, at this point, all signs are positive. And, uh, you know, we know she's going to come out of this 100% healthy on the other side. And, and we're all pulling for Rachel. We look forward to hearing nothing but, but more great news from our friend Rachel Blount. Yes. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, if you follow Pat Borzi on Twitter or whatever, you'll get, you'll get updates. Uh, you know, I, I would actually probably recommend following Pat Borzi on uh, Twitter over me or anybody else because Pat's her husband and Pat will uh, put out the right thing at the right time. But late, yeah, the lately the news has been good, uh, and we'll we'll keep people you know updated as uh, as is appropriate as we go forward here. Uh, you know what? We're going to get to some other stories on your list, but let's go ahead and thank Pizza Barn in Princeton. Yeah, I want to say happy birthday to our friend Jody Stay, who runs the Pizza Barn. It, this was last week. Somebody notified me on Twitter. Uh, I, I think I retweeted and said, "Happy 29th birthday, Jody! Way to go!" Uh, that's a great. Uh, she's a great person. We certainly know that. I want to talk about another pizza place that's not the Pizza Barn in Princeton. My wife and I uh, kind of, on a whim, ordered, got online, ordered some pizza from a local pizza place close to where I live. I won't name it, but it rhymes with pizza nut. And uh, <laughs> we did not have a good experience. I, I ordered, hmm. we ordered, they had a special, two medium pizzas. I don't know, you know, six, seven bucks a piece. My wife wanted a veggie pizza. I wanted some with meat. We ordered two medium pizzas. I, I get the email confirming the order and they're bringing four pizzas. And I called the store right away before the guy, well, the guy was, I, I, I get these text alerts. Your your delivery is on the way. So, okay, there's somebody driving to my house with four pieces when I only ordered two. I've been charged for four. And uh, I called and talked to the boss, and they, they were they reimbursed me for half of that. But uh, those, this is a good lesson. Those things do not happen at the Pizza Barn in Princeton. It's a, it's a, a community place. It's a, they'll take care of you way, way beyond things like that. And that the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton, as we know, Jim, we've been there many times, just a great big menu that goes way beyond pizza. Anything you'd want for lunch, dinner, in person, they'll do take and bake. They will deliver. They cater. It's a family-owned business for getting close to 40 years now. 
a great asset in Princeton and well beyond. So thanks to Jody. Happy birthday, Jody, and everybody at the Pizza Barn for being a longtime sponsor of our little podcast here. Yes, thank you to Jody. Thanks also to Minnesota Propane. And I think just for the pizza, we should all just move to Princeton. Let's go. I've talked about it. Yes, no kidding. (laughs) All right, John, what else you got on your list today? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at... This is kind of the planning phase. We really don't have any high school games yet. Girls tennis is first out of the gate. They can play matches this week. I don't think there's a lot of matches this week. So I'm kind of in the phase of looking at stories I plan to do hopefully. And um, it's really exciting, you know, and the weather's so great right now. I really had a good road trip up to Royalton and back. So I've got a possible, a list of possible stories. Right now, I'm, I'm hoping to get up to Sauk Center for a story on their volleyball team, a defending state championship team that uh, was a big story last fall. Hoping to make it to St. Paul Highland Park. Their girls cross-country team made history last year, the first St. Paul Conference school to win a girls cross-country title. And I'm hoping to spend some time with the nine-man football team at Leroy Ostrander, the defending champions, hoping possibly to make it to their opening game of the year. So this is a point where I've got lots of possible stories that I'd like to get to, and and we'll see what happens from there. So next week's show, I know you're sick of me. Who are you going to bring in to talk to? Yeah, we got a special uh, cross-pollination of Talk North shows. I'm going to sit down with Mike Grimm, uh, host of the Go Gopher podcast, well-known play-by-play voice of Gophers football and men's basketball. Mike and I are friends. We know each other well. We're both originally from Iowa. So I think we're going to, well, we'll just talk about our backgrounds and and uh, how life in Iowa prepared us for life in Minnesota. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not saying this is going to become a new podcast, but I like the sound of a show titled Two Guys from Iowa Living the Good Life in Minnesota. (laughs) Well, it's a little long, but it does get get the point across. It's long, but yeah, but again, we're from Iowa. You got to speak slowly and clearly with short words. And there's not a lot to do, so why not take your time? There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's the plan for next week, Jim. We'll give you the week off from me. That'll be fun. Uh, Let's get a final thought from John once again. Thanks to Pizza Barn in Princeton. Thanks to Minnesota Propane. Thanks to our producer, Brianne Burdett. Thanks for listening to TalkNorth.com. We do appreciate it. Uh, Check out our Vikings shows, our many hockey shows, our John Krasinski show. Uh, the Cheryl Reeves show. Of course, this is the John, this is John Millay's show, although it might be Mike Grimm's show a week from now. We'll see how that goes. Um, but hey, John, give us, give us a final thought. Yeah, sure, Jim. My final thought is, you know, we're, we're past the pandemic now. We're clearly past that. We made it. We survived. We're not past the shortage of officials. This is going to be a focus throughout this uh, school year. So I think it's a great time for people who are interested to uh, – to uh, look into this. A great way to do this is go to the athletic director at your local high school. They can take care of you, steer you in the right direction. If you know anybody who's an official, chat with them. And uh, we, we always need more officials in all sports, all activities. And I want to I wanna say we can put that shortage behind us too. Let's do that. Yes. Uh, that's that's going to be really interesting this year. See how the official shortage goes. Uh, you know, man, we need them and we, we got to treat them better. I know that's a constant theme on this show, but, but it's yeah. a constant theme because it's true. You bet. Well, hey, John, I'm glad you're back out on the road. I uh, hope, hope things don't get too hectic for you too quickly. But uh, thanks for bringing up Rachel Blount. Enjoy your conversation with Mike next week, and uh, we'll talk soon.